This is Meditations for Misfits, and I'm Fred Gruy. Well, I sure hope uh, you were able to participate in the exercise I suggested on last week's podcast, and that you were able to take your time and scour through your home and your belongings uh, in a treasure hunt for your soul's footprints, and you were able to collect some items for a soul print box or treasure chest. And if you did, I suggest maybe if you have those items nearby, you take a look at the four or five or six things that you chose uh, to be among the most important in your life. If, if you have them nearby, take a look at them. And uh, what items did you suggest? Now, I think the important thing is not uh, what the items were, but rather why you chose those particular items. What is it about them that called out to you? What, what is it that you responded to in, in choosing those particular items for your own soul print box. Now, I imagine, if you're anything like me, that uh, the reason you chose those particular items is because there is a a story involved with them uh, about an experience you had or a connection with somebody important to you. There's a relational element that that item in particular brings up. It may be a dear loved one, a partner, a parent, a significant teacher, or someone you just deeply care, a child, someone you deeply cared about. And that uh, that item recalls the deep relationship you had with this person. Or maybe the item is significant of an ex- a deep experience you had, maybe at the coast or in a forest or uh, just a time that was incredibly meaningful for you. The, the why of those items is what's really, really important. And so uh, this week I just ask, ask you to, to reflect on the why uh, of those items and uh, how important they are to you, all in this exercise to connect with our soul. As another route to connect to our soul, I'm going to offer in this podcast a uh, a meditation or a reflection for you to do uh, when you have uh, some time to just sit and be quiet. And the context for this reflection uh, comes from that metaphor I shared last week by Thomas Merton about our soul being like a wild animal. And building on Merton's metaphor, the Quaker Parker Palmer has this to say, Like a wild animal, the soul is tough, resilient, resourceful, savvy, and self-sufficient. It knows how to survive in hard places. And Palmer says, I learned about these qualities during my bouts with depression. In that deadly darkness, the faculties I'd always depended on collapsed. My intellect was useless, my emotions were dead, my will was impotent, my ego was shattered. But from time to time, deep in the thickets of my inner wilderness, 
I could sense the presence of something that knew how to stay alive when the rest of me just wanted to die. And that something was my tough and tenacious soul. Parker continues, yet despite its toughness, the soul is also shy. Just like a wild animal, it seeks safety in the dense underbrush, especially when other people are around. Now, if we want to see a wild animal, we know the last thing we should do is go crashing through the woods, yelling for it to come out. But if we will walk quietly into the woods, sit patiently at the base of a tree, breathe with the earth, and fade into our surroundings, the wild creature we seek might put in an appearance. We may see it only briefly and only out of the corner of our eye, but the sight is a gift we will always treasure as an end in itself. So for uh, the meditation or reflection I would like to offer for you this week, uh, we're going to imagine walking into Parker Palmer's little forest there. And so uh, when you have a moment and you can uh, sit and just relax if, if you're not out on a walk, or maybe it would work if you're on a walk, but certainly not if you're driving, but uh, to just get quiet and uh, I'll lead you in a, in a brief meditation uh, in this exercise to connect with that tough, resilient, savvy, wild animal that dwells within our breasts, our soul. So imagine it's a, it's a cool and crisp fall day. The, the leaves have begun to turn colors and you're out for a a little walk in a very safe forest that you're somewhat familiar with and you're by yourself and you're just out for a late morning walk. The, the sun is, is streaming through the, the trees and the leaves that are still connected to the branches and there are shafts of light uh, to your left, to your right ahead and uh, the places where there is no light is just a little cooler. Uh, the earth is dry. It, it hasn't rained, and the morning dew has, has uh, evaporated. And you're just out for a meander, for a, a slow walk. This is not for exercise. This is just to breathe and enjoy uh, the beauty of nature. And so as you travel along, you, you come to a spot in the forest where maybe uh, a, a path veers off to the left and one to the right. And just in the middle, where the, the paths separate, there's a, a, a big old oak tree with a, with a rock right at the base that's somewhat flat and, and just perfect for sitting on. And so you just stop and settle down and... You sit on the rock with your back against the massive trunk of the tree and you just close your eyes and you begin to listen. You, you hear a, a slight breeze rustling of the winds. You, you hear a few birds uh, just uh, in the tree and you hear the other sounds, uh, maybe a creaking of a twig uh, and just some other sounds that are uh, very familiar in this part of the forest and you just sit 
and you close your eyes and you relax into the crux of the trunk of the tree and you just get quiet and you just listen to see if that wild animal you were hoping to see just might, just might appear. And so as Parker Palmer suggested, you just begin to breathe with the earth. You might even feel the rotation of the earth as it is spinning ever so gently. And you just drink in the sounds and you smell some moisture in the air and you just are relaxed and you wait. And you just continue to breathe and you feel very safe and you feel uh, comfortably warm as you just sit and you wait for that tough, tenacious part of yourself that has been with you through thick and thin, who has has steered you through situations you thought you would never get out of, right there within you, closer than your dearest friend, your companion. You sit and you wait and you breathe. And as you sit, maybe, just maybe, the beauty of your soul will give you a a rapid glimpse of how mysterious and wondrous and accepted and loved that part of you really, really is. After a while, it seems appropriate, and you feel you're ready, you can begin to maybe count your breaths. One, two, three, and begin to, to come back to the here and the now, wherever you are, and begin to rejoin your day as it is unfolding. And hopefully you had a a deep connection with that deep, deep inner resource of strength and resiliency that resides in you all of the time.